0: <laughs> my kids are, I told them the other day, yesterday, I told Ryle, or something to talk about. They're going to learn about Noah. I said, I bet you'll get a flood of information. Mm. do they just stare at you? And Raul Raul goes, oh, "Daddy, it's kind <laughs> of funny." <laughs> you kind of get the oh,
1: You know, man. if our youth knew Spencer better, we could at camp have like no. dad, dad joke corners. Oh, he man. would lead that, and they would all get it and understand. Uh, they, it. The youth already know that. If work, there was like
0: I a, suck,
2: <laughs> no, so no, like, no. like, be, <laughs> like I'm, not, I'm not saying this to make fun of you, but like I think you would do a great job, and I think that. By the end of the camp, they would love it. Is <laughs> if like in the morning, if we don't really have like a morning. Skit time or whatever, like some camps do, but like if we did, like you could dress up as like Super Dad with like high top <laughs> and, and white shoes and like come out with your dad jokes and <laughs> sunscreen on his coffee in his hand. Yeah. Good yeah. morning, kids. Like, <laughs> my fanny pack. <laughs> <laughs> I've been up since five o'clock.
1: Yeah.
0: Good morning, <laughs> campers. Like like those Boy, dad. it's a beautiful morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> see, to love they, would, <laughs> they would love it. Would love it
1: would be awesome. On today's agenda, we're going to do this. this,
0: this. We're going to have a <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: the first day they would be like who is this guy what on earth this? it's just, but by the end of the camp they would think it's but you'd have to. it had
1: to be like your alter ego so when they saw you later be like what are you talking about yeah. I
0: didn't even get out of bed yet oh my god so funny oh my Welcome here, welcome to Pastors of the Roundtable. We're so glad you're able to uh, join us today. Pastors of the Roundtable is the discipleship podcast of Monroe Missionary Baptist Church. It's brought to you by Together in Christ, the teaching ministry of MMBC in Monroe, Michigan. We're here to encourage thoughtful discussion about the Christian faith and to connect you to the people and ministries of MMBC. Uh, Sitting around... Today is the uh, usual gang here, Tim Michael lead pastor here, Scott Slater, family pastor, Matt Bates, music and media pastor, and I'm Spencer Snow, the discipleship pastor here at the church. Um, the past little bit, we've been going through some stuff about church history, just talking about the ideas, though, that arise within it and, and why they're important and uh, just kind of uh, meditating upon, I guess... Themes from church history from the ancient church uh, based upon the early church history class. Um, you guys are laughing at me. No, I've seen that
2: video before. Sorry, this is the kind of stuff we can't record. <laughs> I wasn't expecting him to make a big deal about it. Sorry.
0: <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. And Tim's on his phone over here, probably watching that video. No, Tim. I didn't send it I'm to him I'm on Twitter.
1: Oh, you're on Twitter. <laughs>
0: That's sorry. No, that's all okay. right.
1: You were going through. You are doing fine. Okay. Okay. You're doing great. Keep okay. going. Keep, keep going. going. Keep Make keep it last about keep, 45 keep minutes.
0: In <laughs> keep, <laughs> <punchin'>, <laughs> keep in there. Keep punching. <laughs> keep in there. Keep punching, champ. Yeah. Keep going at that day. Um, oh. Got guess. Oh. Uh, uh-oh. I'm sorry. You're, okay. okay. oh. yeah. You're going to be in the video. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just
3: need to you know if I need to lock the
0: door. No. We'll <laughs> get it. Right. Yep. Yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Okay. Well, we're here to talk about. Er, <laughs> <laughs> Should we start over? Uh, <laughs> just keep going. Just keep it going. It's good. It's okay. It's good. This this is part of what it is to be at the church. We need a red light out there. Mm-hmm. A recording in progress. Listen, I said that yeah. like eight months ago. I need ago. a green room. <laughs> with snacks. I mean, Tim has a fridge in his office, but we need a green room fridge. I mean, yeah, beef jerky. You just got a brand new
1: coffee station in the office. Mm-hmm. Literally. Three days
0: ago, and you're yeah. already moved down to the next. And by thing the you way, need. you're already discontented. I want to say something. <laughs> Sounds like my kids. Somebody <laughs> was complaining about the coffee, but it is gone. I went there to try to pump yeah, it, and dumped around. it in the toilet.
2: <laughs> you know, I I did it. went three days. That was good. Very <laughs> <laughs> Well, this cup was like a gallon. Yeah, yeah. Straight, yeah. yeah. I've had a rough weekend. <laughs>
1: Things are busy right now. Yeah. Well, it's okay. What are we talking about today? Early
0: theologians. <laughs> We're talking about theology. <laughs> We're talking about the early why? theologians of the church. That's why are a we doing great this? question. What is <laughs> theology and why is it important?
1: I don't know. Hopefully we address that today.
0: What well, it? it's what what
1: is theology? What is down theology? the word? You're the Greek guy.
3: Theology. Study of God. Study of God. Yeah, ology is study, science mm-hmm. of science of
0: God. Theo mm mm-hmm.
3: Mhm. God. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Theonomy. So, the study of God. <laughs> Theonomy. <laughs> um, yeah, the study of God. So, why should we study theology? Is theology something for professionals, or what is, I mean, does oh, man, everybody I, have a theology
1: of sorts? Yeah, I mean, everybody does. You can't get away right. from it. I, I don't know. I don't know if I would say this, but uh, when we talk about like worldviews and things like that, of what we filter yeah. information through in our own minds, right. uh, you, I guess, I mean, since we said theology is a study of God, you kind of say that though about people's worldviews because it's, it's their God's, right? And how they filter things through it. And as a okay. Christian, as a believer in, in Scripture and what God has revealed to us in His Word and through Christ, we as Christians then should filter everything through that, mm-hmm. through Scripture. Right. Which then we need to know Scripture, we right? need to, to understand uh-huh. it. Mm -hmm. Uh, but even in Ephesians we're in our Ephesians study right now and Paul says we need to know him and one of the reasons is for our hope Mm -hmm. because as we know him more as we study God more and know who he is what he has done what he is doing it enables us to have hope during good times also during difficult times Mm. you know Um, and so knowing him is, is a good thing now the question I think that we could talk about if we wanted to it doesn't really go with this fully but Because I've had people ask this. Then what is is expected of Christians? To be a good, faithful, mature Christian, do you need to have a seminary degree? Like how much of the Bible do you need to know? Or how does that then flesh out? Because some people just say, I really just have a hard time grasping it. Like I don't feel I have the mental... Mm-hmm. capacity to go and do this or you talk to some I just hate reading and I really struggle and I get tired when I read and I fall asleep and so but I do love the Lord but I struggle with this. so when we talk about theology and, the, and studying God's word how do we how do we balance that with uh, church members in general mm-hmm. who are going to be at different levels sure. in their faithfulness sure
0: I think that's a fair question that people mm-hmm. have of mm-hmm. what's expected
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah so theology should have a I mean Everything, every every time you preach or any of us teach from the Bible, it's theology in the sense in which it's a reflection of what we understand, mm-hmm. who God is, and what He's done, mm-hmm. and all those truths connected to it in Scripture. So we can't get away from doing theology. Um, we can be better or worse at it depending on how much if we put some effort into it or try to understand it um, and uh, but we all have some basic understandings about who God is um, what he's done, how we should live in response to that, all of that would fall under um, the realm of, of theology right and there's some really important
1: tenets of theology that we uh, we need to believe in order to be considered <clears throat> Christian right because there's some theology, theological things out there that people get wrong, mm-hmm. and if you believe that, the early church for sure would have said, "You're not a part of the church, thing. right? <laughs> right? You are cast right. out because you're saying this is what you believe about
0: God, and this is not true, right?" And what? Well, and one of the things too, as as when we come to do uh, theology in the Bible, and one thing we're assuming is that the whole Bible is unified, so we can pull texts of Scripture from all over and organize and categorize various truths into some, I'm going to put, uh, say the word boxes, but like mental categories. We're going to be able to pull those things together because the whole Bible is unified. So we're going to be able to put those into mental boxes and categories and... Um, that's where we get, like, statements of faith or, uh, or articles of faith or confessions or whatever documents that are trying to summarize
2: mm-hmm.
0: what the whole thing is saying as yeah. well. You can
2: think about it as different. As it's all a system. Yeah. If you want a, the picture of a house, your house yeah. will have different components, a different system. Mm-hmm. There's the frame of it, but then there's also the plumbing and the electrical. There are different categories and components, mm-hmm. but they all make up one house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, if something goes wrong in the system... Other parts of the house start to not work. Yeah, and go wrong, and so yeah, that's, that's really
0: good. Yeah, no, I think so. That's and that's what we're trying to do in theology. We're trying to read the Bible, understand what it says, and then kind of put it together, mm-hmm. like in the system, put the house together, um, and try to do that the best we can by the help of God's Spirit and in the context of the local church. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about is, so there was early theologians, early Christian writers um, who were early on in the church coming alongside and starting to try to do this organizing, this categorizing and understanding of who God is and what he's done um, off and based off the scriptures. The first uh, guy that I want to talk about real quick is, his name is Irenaeus. And uh, he lived around 130 to 200 um, A.D., um, so, he's, he's fairly early on. He's a very influential guy. Um, he was the Bishop of Lyons, and Lyons, or Lyon, um, however you want to say it. I don't know how the Lyons. French would say it. <laughs> he, uh, so, which is in modern-day France, right? So, he, he pastored there, pastored the Christian community there, and helped to pioneer um, uh, Christian, Christian theology. When do people say, Spencer, that uh, John probably died?
1: Probably around uh, 90?
0: 90s to 100, probably. So, I
1: mean, if you think of it in yeah. that terms, you, know, you have the Apostle John dying in 90, and this guy born yeah. 130, one right. point. Like, that's pretty...
2: well. And, <laughs> and it seems that he was... And it's amazing, because the Gospel is already in France. France. Yeah. yeah. As far away as that is from Israel. Which mm. makes
1: you wonder, did Paul get to Spain? Uh, yeah. of course here, what we're talking about. I right. know, right? I agree. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a fascinating
2: question. Uh-huh. Um, and
0: also, you talk about John, because... Um, Ignatius apparently heard Polycarp, who was an earlier Christian who was martyred for the faith. He heard him whenever he was growing up, um, his preaching. And Polycarp, I believe, was, was he connected to a guy that was then connected to John the Apostle? I think so. Something like Mm -hmm, that, Papias, mm -hmm. who was then connected to John. So, yeah, I mean, we're not talking, like, too far away from Mm -hmm. the Apostles, the last living Apostle. So, very close um, in context. You said Ignatius. You mean this guy heard Polycarp? Yeah, Irenaeus. Irenaeus. You said Ignatius. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, yeah. (laughs) I love the name Ignatius, by the way. I can tell. Yeah. It's like if y'all have another child. I want to know. Ignatius. Boy or girl. I wanted to do Athanasius, but... And then, you if guy, it was a girl, what you really did, what you were gonna? Oh, I do that, that to your kid. I do it out there. Courtney didn't like that. <laughs> if it's a girl, <laughs> Courtney If it's a girl, <laughs> no, no, no. No. get out of here. Yeah, no, we're no. not doing that. No, no my no. I hate <laughs> the Kimmy. The <laughs> No, no, <laughs> not today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. um I didn't mean to take you off. I no. just, it, it's good for yeah. me, timeline-wise, yeah. to think about that yeah. stuff. Right. Yeah, no, he's very close um, to uh, the apostles, mm-hmm. and he's a, he's a faithful Christian pastor of the church there, um, and he opposed false teaching. So, one of the things, though, he he really helped, one of his big ideas is, a, is summed up in a word um, called recapitulation. It's a big term, but it actually is... Um, A basic idea, and actually it flows from what Pastor Tim has been uh, preaching on from Ephesians uh, recently, And, and the basic idea is that Christ, whenever he comes, he has reversed and perfected everything that was lost in the first Adam. So the whole idea is that what Adam lost, Christ has regained, and it's all been summed up, brought to its fullness. In Jesus Christ. So the first idea that, that you kind of develop out of this is I, Irenaeus emphasizes the relationship between the first Adam and the second Adam. He says that there is this uh, basic um, structure to the Bible that you have these two men, um, the first Adam and the second Adam. Where do we see that in scripture? Is Irenaeus just making this up or is this rooted in the text of, of scripture? This two Adam idea. I mean, Paul talks about it. Mm-hmm. First Adam, so right? We yeah. see that. We yeah. see that with Paul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Romans five, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Romans five. One yeah. Corinthians fifteen. Mm-hmm. The writer of Hebrews. Mm-hmm. The writer of Hebrews. Yeah. So I mean, we've got um, uh, you know, and, and just recently it was it was interesting. There was a brother who, after we had talked about this idea um, in Sunday school, and then the message uh was was great because he was able to from your sermon and then i noticed um on that sunday i think scott opened up with psalm 8. do you remember reading that Mm reason psalm 8 which is talking about who is man And that's talking about mankind, but then the scriptures apply that to the second man, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So um, it, was, it was encouraging for him, I think. He was excited because he what we had talked about in Sunday school, he saw practically mm-hmm. being done in the scripture readings and from the sermon. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this two-Adam idea that Paul emphasizes. There was two Adams. Uh, death came through one man. Life comes through the second man. Second of all, Irenaeus teaches that the human race fell into sin through our solidarity, our union, our connection with the first Adam, he writes this. Can I, get, can, I uh, can I interrupt you, sir? Yeah. Uh, the word
3: recapitula- recapitulation. Yeah. They they use that in music. Mm. So if you go back through like Romantic pieces, uh, Beethoven, <sighs> even before that, Mozart, um, you have the forms of pieces. Mm-hmm. So you can have uh, it might start with a motive that you could label A, and mm-hmm. then it would go to a different motive, which right. is B. The recapitulation is usually at the three-fourths or two-thirds uh, ratio of a piece, which is, which is called the recapitulation. But basically what they do is they go back to the beginning, the theme from the beginning, and then they end it. Hmm. So even in music, you have yeah. you have the, the, state, the opening statement is also referred to in the ending hmm. statement. So I think that's it's another yeah. good way of looking and sure. kind of describing the way that yeah. recapitulation hmm. is. Right, is right. That it's summing up. It's, summing up, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: summing up the... Yeah. It's, it's using... The, is the, it like bookends, almost?
3: Kind of, but the last bookend is better.
2: Like Jesus. Yeah, exactly.
0: It goes with, yeah, exactly. yeah. It goes yeah. with yeah. the flourish at the end. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. goes with the flourish. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're kind of reminding me of my music theory classes, too, Matt. That's good. That's good. It's still in your brain. It's not been in mine for a long time. So um, that's good. (laughs) That's probably why I dropped out of the major.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, God. (laughs) But I
0: I did did bring my wife out from there, so that's That's good. (laughs) Um, So Irenaeus teaches that the first Adam is the one through whom we have fallen into sin. Um, we talked about union with Christ in the video that we recorded to earlier today, but there's, all, there's this solidarity and there's this um, corporate, we're a corporate entity. We stand or fall with Adam and uh, with, with Jesus, but then the same thing is true with Adam. Um, Irenaeus wrote this, through the disobedience of that one man who was first formed out of the untilled earth, the many were made sinners and lost life. Um, he says, In the first Adam we offended God, not fulfilling His commandment. To Him alone we were debtor, were we debtors, whose ordinance we transgressed in the beginning. Um, what do you think about the connection between us and Adam? Why is that important? And what would be some common objections to stating our fall into sin this way? Yeah, that was a lot of questions, but just kind of talking about this whole idea... Or you're asking about the origins of like the original sin, or yeah, what, what do you think about this whole solidarity thing idea? Because that's the whole thing is we're connected to Adam yeah. and we fell in him. So, what do you think about that? Why, why are people I think I mean, is this important to maintain,
3: mm-hmm.
0: or is this just some abstract reasoning that yeah, people have a problem, I think,
1: of saying that we're connected to Adam because it, it seems like it's saying we have Adam's guilt on us. Because of right. Adam's sin, right. we kind of carry his guilt. And they say, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. I can't carry his guilt. I can only carry my yeah. guilt. That's not, not something I did. Yeah, it's not, I didn't pick that through, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But the issue becomes, you know, with hope, with sin and, and sin nature, we do see in Scripture when it talks about us being in Adam. Right. And then there's this importance of us being in Christ. And that doesn't make sense that doesn't make sense separately if in Adam is just Adam right. by himself. Uh-huh. But yet oftentimes we it seems in scripture that when it's talking about in Adam, it's talking about human humankind. Mankind mm-hmm. is in <laughs> is in Adam and you have this sin nature. There's a statement that people say that I, I think is scriptural, that we sin because we're sinners. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. we're sinners because we happen to, to sin. Right. right? There's a difference there. Mm-hmm. And when you start to take that away, when you start to say, no, I'm a sinner because I sinned, then there was a point then there of perfection in your <laughs> life. I don't know when that is. And then right. you have the struggle of, well, when did you sin?" Right. When did that start? When does yeah. that happen? When do we have to worry about yeah. that with with a with a child? Let's yeah. say that's or, where the age of accountability yeah. kind of comes mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. where people credit that. Yeah. Right. Right. You get into a lot of uh, a lot of things. You have you know you have people who think that perfection is possible when
2: mm-hmm. Scripture just
1: doesn't speak of that. Right. It's not there. All all have sinned. Mm-hmm. Right. You know. And I mean, it just leads. It opens the door. I think to a lot of. Struggles than when it comes to other theological concepts that scripture mm-hmm. teaches mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah,
3: that, that, I mean, that's yeah. something here. If I started my life in perfection and I fell into sin, mm-hmm. then I can work my way out of it, mm-hmm. is basically mm-hmm. kind of the, like at least the legalist, right. a legalistic way or a works righteousness. Right.
0: Uh, Salvation, Right. Which is not biblical. Right. When what you believe about the fall in Adam is going to impact what you believe about your salvation in Christ. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't think it's fair for somebody to be, for you to be imputed guilt because of what Adam did, mm-hmm. then it's not fair and God cannot impute righteousness to you for what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, you definitely better, would you say better, You better make the whole. You you have to be consistent.
1: Yeah, and I think yeah. you would definitely have to say that then you can lose it. You can yeah, lose yeah, the righteousness yeah, that was given right, to you yeah, right. based on your own. Because it's almost like I was born righteous. Right. I ruined it. Right. Mm-hmm. God now has made me righteous in Christ, but I can definitely right. ruin it because I ruined right. it once. I can right. ruin
0: it again. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, type right. of thing. But we don't because because one that. of the things that can happen is is uh, people will say, "Well, we don't." We don't inherit guilt and sin from Adam like a sinful nature, but we can imitate him. We sin by mm-hmm. imitate because so. And an, what Adam becomes is a bad example. Hmm. The sad thing is, is whenever Adam just simply is a bad example, then Jesus simply becomes a good, good example, example. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, which mm-hmm. he is a good example, mm-hmm. but he is more than that as well. And, so, and that's the, the two Adams go hand in hand. Yeah. What you think about the first one, yeah. you have to think about the second one. There's parallel mm-hmm. streams. It recapitulates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is this here. a different idea than federal headship? I think they're very intw- intertwined. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, um, yeah, I would, I don't know.
2: I just didn't know if they were different or not.
0: I I view them very similarly. Um, You're going
1: to
2: have to explain that. I mean, you've got to bring up federal headship. Talk about that. Go for (laughs) it. Well, it's just the idea, kind of like, I might not be using these terms correctly. So if I'm not, just say so. But like in the idea of federalism, there's like representatives. And so we are represented by Adam Mm -hmm. as our first Mm -hmm. father. And um, and so, like we are represented by him, he's like acting as a representative of the whole human race, mm-hmm. as I understand mm-hmm. it. But so is Christ, and so Christ is also our federal head, in that he is acting as our uh, um, in the same way. And so, and so, like when it says in First Corinthians fifteen twenty two, for as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive, mm-hmm. in the sense that these. Our first father Adam, representing the whole human race, failed, but Christ succeeded mm-hmm. where he failed mm-hmm. in that sense. No. That's what I very yeah. basic understanding, as I understand. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, and
3: so um, yeah. maybe I could put it this way too: um, <clears throat> as Adam sinned, and and I'm using Adam as not the man, but mankind. As mm. mankind fell into sin. Um, like our hearts are the thing that, that is kind of important here is what I want to bring out is, is that our hearts are dead. We have hearts of stone, uh, until Christ turns our hearts Mm -hmm. of stone into hearts of flesh. Mm -hmm. So our nature is what changes with Christ in, in Adam. Our nature is sin. In Christ, right. our, then our nature changes to Christ's mm-hmm. nature, mm-hmm. if that makes any yep, sense. Yep, yep,
0: yep. It's restored. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. so, um, yeah, this whole federal headship idea is, like you talked about the house, Scott, that's a great image again, is because it is, there's so much that the scripture is about, but I, in my opinion, when I read the Bible, um, that federal headship is really... You talk about what's upholding a ton of the building. That is part of the very basic structure mm-hmm. of the whole house, to understanding the Bible. Mm-hmm. So if you don't get that principle of the two atoms, mm-hmm. and um, if you don't understand federal headship, that's two people representing the whole human race, these two different... You're not going to understand the Bible the way that you probably should. Mm-hmm. Those are very basic building blocks that then solve so many uh, well, they help answer and give you the right leadways into various uh, questions you might have hmm. about how salvation works, how sin works. Um, so it's a very basic building block mentally huh. to under and to be able to read the, the Bible, yeah. I think, appropriately. Do you guys remember when you first heard about federal headship?
3: Hitch- first Adam, second Adam. Like, do you remember?
1: It was in college. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm today
0: no. I've been to the Federal Credit Union but, um, <laughs> so um, Irenaeus teaches the human race fell into sin through our solidarity with the first Adam lastly here Irenaeus teaches that the human race <clears throat> is restored through our solidarity with the second Adam what was lost in the first Adam mm-hmm. is restored in the second um, Irenaeus writes this, because of his measureless love, he became what we are in order to enable us to become what he is. And you'll hear similar phrases throughout theology later on that, um, uh, you know, the son of God became man so that man might become sons of God. You'll hear phrases, turns of phrases like that. And that's kind of what Irenaeus is saying here. He also will say, I have shown that the Son of God did not then begin to exist, being with the Father from the beginning. So Jesus has always existed. But he says, But when he became incarnate and was made man, he commenced afresh the long line of human beings and furnished us in a brief, comprehensive manner with salvation, so that what we had lost in Adam namely to be according to the image and likeness of God that we might recover in Christ Jesus. He also was writing against people who were saying, well, Jesus is God, but they were trying to waffle and waver on um, his uh, humanity. And Irenaeus writes this, in every epistle, the apostle plainly testifies that through the flesh of our Lord and through his blood, we have been saved. Flesh and blood are the things which procure for us life. And so, for people who would have, you know, uh, waffled on that, that would have been driven them nuts. Lastly, one last quote I want to um, read here. He says this, In obliterating the disobedience of man originally enacted on the tree, he became obedient unto death even the death of the cross, healing the disobedience enacted on the tree by obedience on a tree. So what he's saying is, as the first Adam sinned Mm -hmm. by eating the first tree's fruit, Christ Mm -hmm. heals us by dying on the tree for Mm -hmm. us and taking our place. Mm -hmm. You can see that whole recapitulation idea consistently coming up. Um, He also, I think, ties in the uh, genealogy from Luke. Where Luke, remember Matthew starts with Abraham and works his way to Jesus. Luke starts with Jesus and traces him all the way back to Adam. And it actually says Adam, the Son of God. <laughs> um, and so there's a sense in which he's showing that in this one man, this one Jewish man 2,000 years ago, he, has, he is so interconnected to the whole yeah. human race now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful the, the whole what's happening in this one man is, has a vast uh, permeates the whole whole of humanity in a sense.
2: So a question I think sh- that if people are listening to this thinking about it should ask, and that comes up is like if you have a verse like 1 Corinthians 15:22 that says for in Adam all die so all so also in Christ all shall be made alive and then um, you know Irenaeus right Yeah. Irenaeus talking about this uh we're talking about like the federal headship that they're representing the human race yeah. what well, we're talking about like uh, this sinful nature this original sin that is transferred kind of through all humanity that's not the same way that Christ in mm. his right. uh, representative, uh, representing humanity it doesn't work the same way. Mm. So how are they different? Mm. Like why does Christ's representing us not apply to all humanity mm-hmm. in the same way that Adam's representing mm-hmm. us did?
0: It's a really good point. Yeah, because we're not universalists yeah. in the sense in which we believe everyone uh, will be saved. Yeah, I guess, you know, that's the question. How does what the second Adam did get applied to to me? Um, and we know that only happens through the Holy Spirit taking the word and uh, creating new life um, in the hearts of sinners. So I guess um, yeah, it is different in that angle then because we're not universalists. We don't think this just comes to everybody regardless of whatever they think. They have to be made anew. They have to be
2: resurrected spiritually
0: spiritually.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, well, Dave, what do you think? I mean, further. I don't know. I mean, it's like kind of like what you said. Like, you read that verse, and if you were only to read that verse by itself, right. then that's kind of what it would sound like. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, everybody's good now, yeah. because Christ has died for all, right? And, but we yeah. know from the witness of the rest of Scripture that yeah. can't yeah. be what it means. Right. 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 And that's
1: the importance, right? When we you know. study theology, when we do these things, you have to take all of Scripture together mm-hmm. to say what what is it saying here right mm-hmm. what is it getting at and especially like in a case like that because mm-hmm. scripture is not saying that all because i mean you have jesus talking about the sheep and the goats mm-hmm. there's going to be this mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. very clearly talking about hell on a place right, yeah. right where uh, the wrath of god is being shown on people because they haven't trusted in christ mm-hmm. and and they we see jesus saying you must come through me mm you know all these all these different mm-hmm. things that show that it is by faith in Christ that you yeah. are saved that you then are found in in Christ right so there yeah. that's why you can't just pull certain sections of a passage yeah. and and stake your whole claim on that one little section it's all got to be looked at together mm-hmm. and understood and so when we're studying theology we have Systematic theology, where you take all different parts of scripture, all speaking about this, let's say, and you put those together, to try to get an understanding. But you also have something like biblical theology, where you're taking scripture as a whole and what is the purpose of it from beginning to end, mm-hmm. taking, taking, uh, This that we're talking about, taking the Trinity, taking the doctrines of the church, taking all these together, what's the purpose in this biblical theology? Mm -hmm. It all has to go together. I think that's what scares a lot of people, not wanting to study theology. It is very big, very Mm -hmm. deep, very wide in nature, and it is uh, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Right, it's very difficult to grasp I can't imagine being these guys like we get to stand on the shoulders of all yeah. these people who've come before right. us yeah. who've studied the scriptures right. who've wrote out these different councils they've had that have agreed to right. say this is what scripture's teaching this is what it's not teaching Right, we have all this history these guys were like fresh. And we have the internet to access it. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, I mean, we just
1: have yeah. so much. Like, I mean, I have, I can go to Bible Gateway or whatever the mm-hmm. website is and pull up verses. Right. Boom, right. boom, boom. Or yeah. do quick word studies. Like, yeah. how often is church set in the Bible? Bam! Right. And it pops up, right? They would have to go to, like, the library in Alexandria or something. I mean, yeah, and these guys are, like, counting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh One, all right, right, let me read this whole chapter. Just, uh, just two, like Indiana Right there. Just like Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're doing a lot. <laughs> gosh. They're doing a lot of stuff yeah. there. And, yeah. Um yeah. I'm thankful for the these guys yeah, who, yeah. and they had to wrestle with these questions and we see it take time, which is what you're doing in your mm-hmm. class, you know, where early on they were asking the question about this, like, mm-hmm. who is Jesus? What what happened? Right. What fully happened right. here with him? We need to right. understand this. But
0: as we see throughout history, it leads to more questions. Right. Well, I think too, it, it's like, and people still have those questions today is like, mm-hmm. um what does it mean that Jesus had a human nature? Yeah. Like. Does he, you know, was there some way that he wasn't human that, you know, right. like mm-hmm. all those things. And, and Irenaeus is really kind of pressing the envelope and showing us in every way, as, as Hebrews tells us, in every way, yet without sin, he was tempted as we are. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another early church father, uh, that uh, Gregory, I think it was Gregory Nazianzus, who said that whatever was not taken to himself was not redeemed. So whatever, whatever Christ, mm-hmm. if Christ was going to redeem, if, and that shows us sin has permeated every part of my being, and so Christ had mm-hmm. to take every part of my being, without sin though, to himself, mm-hmm. so that way I could be redeemed completely, body and soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are really helpful, broad categories, but they help us to answer specific questions mm-hmm.
2: that will fall underneath, um, underneath that later on i don't yeah. know some i think i mean i don't really want to leave my own question unanswered <laughs> but um, i think like we were talking earlier about what it means to be in christ mm. and our union with christ and like that's kind of exactly where paul goes in romans right after he's talking about our being in adam but then also in christ he goes straight into union with christ in chapter 6 yeah and, and so it's like the way like, it's, it's not applied automatic Like, Christ's work is not automatically applied to all humanity. Mm-hmm. There have been people in history that have thought that. Right. But then Paul goes right in into chapter 6, uh, saying, if we've been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. Mm-hmm. And so the way that Christ's work is applied to us is through union with him. mhm um, I don't know. We could go on and on about the yeah. topic. Yeah, no,
0: that's really good. I think it's just really a, a really basic principle, and we'll probably stop here. We don't need to go on to the other parts of this. Um, but I think this just this whole idea of the two atoms and just meditating upon that, maybe even going through Romans five and one Corinthians fifteen for a start, and just. Robert, you know, you, Paul gives us a lot of comparison and contrast language there. Just meditating upon those <coughs> verses and even writing maybe out on charts alongside can just be helpful to get a very um, basic mental uh, makeup. So that way, whenever you're reading the Bible, um, you're able to uh, to make more sense of it. Because there's mm-hmm. passages that this is going to help. Having this grid is going to help you, you so much. And, and whenever you bring the Word of God to us every Sunday, I mean, that's... Yeah that's what you're doing you're telling us who we are in Adam but who yeah. who we are in Christ or who we can be in Christ if we're outside of him yeah. mm-hmm. at this moment yeah. um, it really it's really basic actually yeah um, so when you look at
1: theology again i asked that question earlier about like how far are people supposed to go in theology yep, to be yep. faithful and one of the things you see Paul and Peter and them writing about is there's obviously a lot of theological stuff in there, but there's also a lot of practical stuff because one of the things they were dealing with right away was like, what does this mean for my marriage, you know, and, mm-hmm. and my kids mm-hmm. or I'm suffering now under persecution. And so mm-hmm. they're writing about, this is how you suffer as a Christian. This mm-hmm. These were the, the questions that needed to be brought up, right. It needed to be mm-hmm. to right. help the church. Right. And as you watch throughout history, um, the questions that are being asked you see god providing men to answer those questions through, mm-hmm. through scripture like this like this one like who is jesus how does this work or mm-hmm. it says he's god it says he's man how does this work mm-hmm. or uh, we didn't get to it but like trinity sort come you, you mm-hmm. have this progression. what is the lord's supper what's happening right. here right, right. right? and right. so you see these questions deeper and deeper and deeper and i think as christians in our life we kind of have that same Or we should have that same thing happening in our little lifespan of Mm -hmm. probably when we come to know the Lord, we don't know everything, right? We know some very simple things, uh, and that's good, but we should have a desire to know Mm -hmm. more. So we start to ask those questions. Well, I'm a Christian now. How does that affect how I listen to my parents? Right. Right? and so we teach our kids these types of things right. this is what it should do this is how you should act at work now that you're a Christian right this is how you should interact okay you start to understand that stuff but then bigger questions start to come mm-hmm. up yeah. my grandpa just died what, is, what do I what does scripture say about this mm-hmm. right and you start to talk about that which leads to deeper yeah. deeper questions and I think every Christian every good faithful Christian um, will grow in that way theologically mm-hmm. we may not all get to where we're studying the hypostatic union and stuff Mm -hmm. real in depth and that's okay i don't think we all need to be there but we have to answer some of these questions that our hope is then grounded in right um and that's and that's why we see that throughout history i mean these these weren't men who are just in academia just wanting to answer these for no reason right he was a pastor dealing with people, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. who were going through things. Yeah. And when you really start to dig down to the problems of that people go through, this stuff has to be the foundation of it. Mm-hmm. And they were the first ones to have to wrestle with it. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And again, that's why we have the benefit of being able right. to yeah. to read them and look right. at them. And so I think it's good for us to encourage our congregation and other Christians mm-hmm. to... Be faithful in studying God's word and reading God's word, um, but also having a, a desire for that. And I really think that's what it comes down to. I know I'm talking a lot right now, but everybody out there, all of us study. We study the things we like. Mm-hmm. You know, we you do that. You know, whether it's um, movies, you can talk to somebody and they know all kinds of lines from movies and right. different things or right. sports. Or how Matt brought up some crazy music thing that was way over my head, but he enjoyed <laughs> that, right? And he knows that. And yeah. there's other people listening yeah. who probably were like, I was thinking the same thing when right. Matt brought it up. You know, and it's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I was the same. But probably we all have our own things. <laughs> I mean, books, we all have our own things that we study and we know, but it comes down to desires of the heart. Yeah. And one of the things as a Christian is we pray, God, make my desires your desires, mm-hmm. right? That should be. Mm-hmm. Help me... Want to do the things that you would want me to do and to find those enjoyable. I know that's been something I've had to pray for a lot because I don't like to read and all that oftentimes. I don't want to sit and study all the time, but I have seen God work that out in my life to where I've become more interested in those things because God has shown me the benefit of them too, along, you know, of knowing Him more uh, and being grounded in it. And so I would just encourage every Christian to keep at it. To keep prayer as a very essential part as you're studying theology, that God would make that a desire of your heart, mm-hmm. um, and I think He will, He will do that more and more. And with all the tools we have today, it doesn't even mean just sitting and study and reading. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. There are very faithful sermons to listen to all right. the time. Right. uh Podcasts, different things. There's right. all kinds
2: of things out there. Yeah. yeah. Something that I mean. You can't force your kids to like certain things, right? Mm-hmm. But one of the things that me and Alicia have intentionally tried to do as best we can is to to instill in Nolan and Thomas a desire and an enjoyment of reading, you know, and so we try to read a lot, you know, And but that's one of the reasons is because, you know, if the Lord would bless our kids and, and their salvation in that way and... Like I want them to already have the basic tools and hopefully enjoyment of reading if we can make it normal for them to where like they now have the tools and the ability to read things and to grow. I know because like you said, when I first became a Christian, sermons were definitely helpful. Podcasts didn't really exist yet, Mm. Um, but I would listen to sermons and those were really helpful. But I have by far learned more through reading material that's out there. And so, I mean, like if you in, if you're at a place where you enjoy reading, you're ahead of the game. I think in a lot of ways because mm-hmm. there's a lot out there to read. Mm-hmm. But you're right; it's not limited to that. Like mm-hmm. we're we're very blessed, but mm-hmm. we've tried to intentionally parent in a way to at least encourage yeah. reading and try to make it fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not a chore; it's something right. we get to do, not something we have to do. Yeah. you know. And yeah. so, like, we can't ultimately determine like what their personality is going to be like, right? right. But. Right. Church. We try to influence it as best we can to right. set them up. It's like, I don't read. I don't want my kids to read because I want them to be smart. It's because one day I want them to devour God's word, mm-hmm. and I want them to read it, and I want them to have the skills to read other things that will help them do it too. Mm-hmm. We have just tried to intentionally do that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of things you're talking about.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think that's the problem that comes in with people is when they just don't have that desire to know more. Right. Mm -hmm. And you come into I -hmm. come into contact with people like that all the time. Mm -hmm. It's like, well let what is you know, let's study this to know the real reason why this is happening. Oh, I don't have much interest in that. Mm -hmm. I'm not worried about that. I just Mm -hmm. want to know that God did this, 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 and for me and I'm good. Tell me that. Well that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Right? That that becomes a problem to me. You should be curious about God's Word and understanding the human condition and understanding fully what God has done. I, I do think every Christian should have a curiosity to that that drives them to want to know that. And it might just be... I do want to know that. That's why I come to church every Sunday and try to okay. faithfully listen to preaching. Or that's why I want to be a part of Sunday school. And that's one of the reasons that we're here, right? As right. pastors, is to help with that. Mm-hmm. There, there needs to be that. The problem is when you're like, I'm not interested in going to church right now. You know, I'm not interested in reading. I'm not, okay, there's an issue here yeah. where you're sinning. This, this is a sinful state. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is a sinful state that you
2: are in. That's kind of like a warning. Mm-hmm. going off, yes, if, if very you much. don't have a desire, mm-hmm. that should be a warning to you mm-hmm. about the state of your soul, mm-hmm. I
1: think. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and to be fair, I would say, I don't know how you guys ever feel, but sometimes for me, I it's my job to study, it's my job to prepare to where uh, it becomes a job to study mm-hmm. and it becomes taxing. And it's like... I need a break from God for a little while. <laughs> and I know that sounds horrible, but what I mean by that is like, I need a break from the study and mm-hmm. the reading where it becomes draining. And that's, that's a battle that I have to go through Ooh. personally. Mm. So I don't want to act like I don't struggle with that. I do. I do too. You know, a lot Ooh. of people go to on vacation and they're like, I'm bringing these books with me and I get to read. And I'm like, I don't want to see a book yeah. anywhere around sure. me when I go on vacation. <laughs> exactly. Cause I'm surrounded by them all the time, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but I still want to have that desire to know him more, not yeah. just to be able mm-hmm. to teach, but just to know him more. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think
3: if you went around the table and asked us if there are things that we, or, you know, if, do we know everything? I think all of us would have to say no.
1: There's... I'm pretty close.
2: I mean, <laughs> <laughs> know. Spencer's the rest of the <laughs> yeah.
1: He is. That's,
3: what, that's he the even, official title he has been given. <laughs> well, there's yep. even things
1: that
0: Spencer doesn't know. I think, yeah, my knowledge is within a very narrow limit. If someone can drive a nail into a piece of wood, I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really honest here. I'm really honest, because I get like, yeah. Um. And then
3: even even the things that we do know, even theologically, we don't necessarily apply the, sure. the, the right way in living. Sure. So mm-hmm. it's, I mean, even mm-hmm. with us, like, we're all growing. We're all trying to strive. Mm-hmm. More to be more like Christ, yep. and everything that we do, we we fail. You yeah. will yep. every day. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes every minute, but mm-hmm. you know that's where His grace catches us. Yeah. Um, Like you know, we will soar on the wings of eagles, and that's Christ carrying right. us, right?
0: So. Right. Recapitulation. Yeah. He's done it all for us. So. Well, good. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Um, We hope this has been encouraging to you to think about uh, Irenaeus, but also um, how everything that we lost in Adam is recovered in Christ. So thank you for joining us. Uh, Hope to catch you next time. Take care. God bless.